0: So this is not at all what I thought I would be doing today. Um, our plans actually were to um, be giving your children M&Ms right about now. We, we had some fun games planned, and kids, we will do it next week. So don't worry. The M&Ms will keep. And I had a special appreciation for the reading today, because uh, running the race with perseverance again this was not the race I thought I would be running so but there's a fine sense of irony there I actually wanted to talk to you today about the theme of coming home to pray I imagine everyone has at least once in the last week said to yourselves it is so good to be home maybe it was after going back to school or a rough day at work or a tough commute Maybe trying times, sickness is in your family, and things are just sometimes hard, and we come home, and you get that sense of instant relief and relaxation. You have your favorite spot, your favorite couch, your spot, in a favorite chair, and you're surrounded by the things that bring you comfort in your home. God's house has that same heartfelt sense of relief for us. And I know you all already have your favorite pews. So we come here today, we come to church, to reflect on God's word, and as Luke puts it in chapter 13, we come from all over and recline at the table of the kingdom of God. Here, we are fed, healed, restored, much like we are when we enter our homes after a time away communion with God gives us what we need to sustain us to renew our hearts our minds and our bodies it is a respite from the things that we have endured and a balm to our souls your home is a place that provides nurturing in many ways and one of the most important is being it's the place you come home to pray children learn to pray from watching us and if you're out of the habit an easy way back to having quality prayer time is to simply reflect on your day ask your loved ones about theirs remember the responses and then at prayer time use those giving thanks for your blessings and praying for your concerns pray for your children out loud by name so they hear you praying over them this is really important. I share with you a prayer practice that I got into a couple years ago. A friend of mine invited her, invited me to join her in uh, texting her at night just before we retire to bed with at least five things that we are thankful for. And I have really enjoyed that because... This spiritual mentorship has deepened our friendship but it has also brought me to a place where i am more conversationally closer to god and as i go about my day i tend to think oh i need to remember to tell lynn that i'm thankful for this so it's been a great way to counteract the negative things that you would tend to focus on and instead look for things with which you have been blessed and are thankful for. As we read in Jeremiah, God says, am I a God nearby and not a God far off? To the God who knows what is and what was and what will be, we can simply show up and open our hearts to him in prayer. And best of all, we ought to be encouraged that in prayer, we don't have to have the perfect words we don't need to read it from a book whatever is in your heart and your mind is acceptable to god he already knows it he just wants you to come to him as he says who can hide in secret places so that i cannot see them do i not fill heaven and earth says the lord so guide your children and yourselves and even one another as a community towards understanding that speaking and listening to god can be done at any time any place anywhere and about anything now i know starting a prayer practice can be daunting you forget to do it you get out of the habit restarting a habit's the hardest step but let me ask you what i asked the kids in class last year is praying awkward for you Do you ever wonder if God really listens do you feel like you don't know what to say or how to pray would you be surprised to know that every single kid in class that day raised their hand yes to these questions prayer is how a relationship with God is nurtured and sustained and developing a closer relationship with God through Jesus is fundamental to a child's growth let me say that again prayer is how a relationship with god is nurtured and sustained and we need to teach our children how to pray because it's a foundation that they will use for the rest of their life our epistle reading today speaks of the heroes of our faith the cloud of witnesses or the saints They stand as encouragement to help us build up our faith so that we, too, can run with endurance the race that is set before us. We keep our eye on Jesus, having faith in his love as our Savior, just as all of those who have gone before us have done. One thing that every single saint did was pray. They prayed regularly, and by so doing, they gained a confidence that prayer has effect that God is indeed near you know one of the first things mother Natalie asked me to do when she came to Good Shepherd was to look to the Saints to share their history and what I learned with the children to make real the heroes of their faith to those who are just learning how to have a spiritual relationship with God to do that I had to learn And it was an amazing, eye-opening experience for me to learn more about the saints. Now, some of the stories of the saints are so far removed from anything that we would ever see or witness, thankfully, hopefully, that it makes it kind of hard to relate to their story. But despite, despite that, there is a common connection. They and we all discover a god who is near and not far off when we pray god listens and we learn to listen back and so it seemed appropriate to have a saint of the year at this our second backpack blessing benedict was the obvious choice because he is after all the patron saint of students Now, he wrote a book to help others focus on simple and practical ways to follow Christ, and it's called The Rule of Benedict, which I guess if I wrote a book, I'd probably call it The Rule of Chrissy, too. Actually, I might have that book. Um, But his writings are a practical guide that breathe peace into our life. I really admired how Benedict himself said that if any part of his guide doesn't work for you, you should change it. There may be a better way of doing things though it has stood the test of time well the flexibility of benedict is part of his genius because it allows room for the holy spirit to work in you to make your prayer life individual to you because that's what it is is a relationship between you and god and you should make it work the way it works for you So, learning more about the saints shows us that as followers of Christ, there are little things that we can do each day, like they did, that help us to run the race that is set before us. So, I'd like to share something of Benedict's legacy as an example. He was born in the late 5th century after the collapse of the Roman Empire. His rule was written in a time where life was often dangerous and difficult. Violence was everywhere, and poverty was normal for most people. Starvation was not unusual in any farm or village. Illiteracy and a lack of education were normal, and homelessness and a loss of livelihood was widespread. Knowing this, and especially knowing that life was desperately dangerous for women and children, Benedict created a community where everyone had a warm place to go, something to eat, a place to sleep, access to books and education, and not least of all these, a place where there was a sense of belonging, friendship, safety, and purpose. So he made the space, he brought people in, and he let God do the rest. And Benedict's motto, pray and work. So that brings us to an understanding that prayer is at the heart of our relationship with God, and we as a church and as a people have work to do together in God's kingdom. So in Children's Church this year, we are going to learn a new way of hearing God's word and to seek God with confidence. The mechanics of prayer are not as important as the faith that God is listening and responding. We will build on our faith traditions in the Godly Play class, and we will learn to contemplate Bible readings in our Connect class, and we will use um, handheld crosses and beaded rosaries and other manipulatives that will help us as tools to focus ourselves in prayer we will invite god into our musings and into our imaginations now maybe some of you use uh, some physical reminders while you pray maybe you have some at home i encourage you to rediscover these and approach your prayer life like i know our children will open and receptive and with great expectation let us all go to jesus and tell him what is on our mind and to lean on him as John did at the Last Supper. I love that image, and it's really not difficult to think what that would feel like, to be able to personally do that. That's that moment in prayer that you ought to strive for when you go to God in prayer. You are leaning on Jesus. So come to the table and lean on him. For in the Gospel of John we read, for this is what Christ has promised. I leave with you my peace I give you I do not give as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid I'd like to close with the prayer of st. Benedict to seek and find God please pray with me father in your goodness grant me the intellect to comprehend you and the perception to discern you and the reason to appreciate you. In your kindness, endow me with the diligence to look for you, the wisdom to discover you, and the spirit to apprehend you. In your graciousness, bestow on me a heart to contemplate you, ears to hear you, eyes to see you, and a tongue to speak to you in your mercy confer on me a conversation pleasing to you the patience to wait for you and the perseverance to long for you grant me a perfect end your holy presence i ask this in the name of your son our lord jesus christ amen